Hey there, mama. Welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery. And today we have a special, special guest conversation and a treat for you with our very own Miss Sindel, <laughs> Sindel Yates. I, we like to call her Miss Sindel. She is our graphic designer at High Five Motherhood, and she is going to take us inside a little bit of what the summit was like, what it was like to attend it, the things that she gained from it, her insights, and all sorts of juicy good stuff. So make sure to get a paper and pen and get ready to take some notes. This wonderful, amazing person, Miss Sindel, as we like to call her, she is a wife and a mother of three beautiful children, works from home, and she has a lot of wonderful ideas and things to help you as you are going through the motherhood journey as well. So if you are excited for some mom life hacks, tips and tricks, productivity tips as well, time management, all the things, and you want to learn how to manage your busy schedule as a mom while still having thriving moments with your family, let's dive right in. Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there'll be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This this is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. All right, Mama, here's part two of our two-part series with our guest interview with Sindel Yates. Here we go. I know. I don't know. It's it's just it's motivating to be to have a look back and be motivated, motivated by yourself. I think it's even better than looking at other people and comparing yourself to them. It's like, look back to your thrive moments, you know, look back to, to what made you happy. You're not them. You're you, right? What worked for you and let's do it again. You know? Well, and comparison is the thief of joy. So if you're looking for joy, we need to compare our past selves to our future selves, not or even to our present, right? But not to other mm-hmm. people because every situation is different. Every person is different and we're all in different seasons and phases of life and it, there's never an equal comparison to anyone, right? Yeah. So I love that. I Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I was just going to agree. I think that that's, it's completely changes how you see your life. If, you know, if you're comparing to other people or, or focusing on, on yourself, you know, and your past, and what you want your future to be instead of looking and scrolling and being like, wow, they have a great life or like, wow, that right. kitchen's gorgeous, you know, or whatever. Mine looks like, like HUD. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it can, it can really get you down and be like, I don't, my stuff isn't good enough. I mean, you know, you can have that mindset and like, my stuff isn't good enough. My life isn't good enough. And just like with all that gone, I, I've been working on that a little bit is trying to kind of erase my, my like Pinterest perfect like goals it's like that's yeah. not real let's be real like, like can we have real. reality pictures here like <laughs> yeah yeah and I I love a good beautiful space and all that I love it but you know I think that focusing on the real focusing on you that's all we can do and it's what will really bring us any results yeah that's what brings us joy is finding the happiness in the mundane and realizing that that good is enough. Sometimes it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's, it's good enough to where you're enjoying it. You're happy. You're not just settling, 
but you're still able to live life. You're still able to be a mom and have fun with your kids. It may not be absolutely perfect, you know, white glove um, tested where you have Mm -hmm. no dust, you know, whatever. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, you're not just letting it go to pot because you're like, oh, whatever, you know, like, like the worst thing, literally one of my biggest pet peeves (laughs) is when people are like, you know, sorry about the mess. Like my children are making memories. I'm like, I'm sorry. You can still find ways to make your house a home and beautiful and take pride in that and still love your kids. You know, like it may not be perfect, but try, right? Like there's no harm in trying. And I think that's something that a lot of us kind of, we, we fall prey to this perfectionism and we feel like we have to have the perfect home, the perfect, whatever. I remember when I was teaching this course and we were talking and somebody had just said like, I finally finished like folding all my laundry. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. Do you see these nine or 10 loads of, of clean laundry that I saw to fold? Like, because we knew that in that week that my, my systems were going to go a little out of whack because I had a lot of focus on work, but I knew because of the different systems I have in place that I was going to be able to reset it. And I was going to be able to do okay the next week. But I knew that week is going to be super imperfect. And I was okay with that because I knew in the future, like in the coming days after that, I was going to be able to help make that better. Right. Rather than just like normal, if you don't have systems or if you don't have those goals or those routines and things in place, you're not sure what to do when things go out of whack, you kind of like flip out, you know? So it's really nice to have different things like this in place, like these weekly foundations, because that's what helps us to keep that maintenance mode. If things get off track and we get that little down um, shift on our, on our graph, right? Like we were talking about, Mm -hmm. we can still come back up the next week because we did a reset. You know, we have our moments of our down, things get out of whack. We have a holiday, we have a birthday, we have someone sick, whatever happens, lots of craziness. And then we do that reset and get back up to where we need to be. And then it happens again. Like it's up and down, but it's consistently trying to go up is what our goal is. I love that. Like, that's such a good, like picture to, um, think about. I love that. Yeah. I I was going to say something and I kind of lost it, but I, (laughs) no, no, I was, it was going along with you and then my brain went wild, but like, I think just, oh, that's what it was. Hey, just accepting that your graph is going to have zigzags, like just accepting that in your life that like my life is not going to be perfect and there's going to be crazy times don't you think that like there's a little bit of like peace in just that acceptance alone uh, yes because it's acceptance like and grace so if you're yeah. like no I need it I need it to be this way and just so or whatever it's like eh, no that's not gonna happen you know that this is life we're talking about you know yeah. it's gonna be so, a little messy sometimes and it's okay yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know I think weekly foundations is about like accepting that but also like putting in your own little, your own little points in there, like, cause you do have some control and that's where your weekly foundations come in. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned through time management and all these things is that literally everything that happens, especially within my schedule or, um, systems and routines and things, really most of it is my choice. I can't really blame it on others. If I have a really crazy hectic schedule and I'm like, oh, I'm so stressed. Like I have so many things to do. I can't believe after this, this, and this, and this, really, I can't complain and blame anyone else. I chose it. I said yes to this. I said yes to that. I, if I didn't take the no into consideration, I didn't say, you know what? I I can't handle that right now. My bandwidth isn't able to handle that. You know, if I'm saying yes to all these things, but it's not within my core values and not what my goals are, of course I'm going to hit burnout. Right. So I think that's such a good, important point to remember that, you know, okay. I want to go into 
Um, question two. So what are some productivity tools you were given during the summit that made an impact on your life as a mom of littles? Just anything that you can think of. Okay. So the tools, the workbook was so awesome. I think it had a lot of really good, um, just good things to help you think. And one of my favorite ones was the, the habit tracker. <laughs> and, um, sorry, my kid just walked in. Hello, Jane. So cute. Um, like the I core values the habit, habit tra tracker or just habit tracker in general? Um, probably the habit tracker in general, just because I love seeing progress and I love being able to check off my progress. I'm not the best at like keeping it up perfect or whatever, but I still like it. And it like gives me a little bit of momentum, but I think that the ones that I use the very most that have just changed my life, if you want to say it like that, but it really has is they were bonus pages that were already in the planner. And I have a planner, which I love and I use it all the time, but I think that, that the, I like have realized that the whole today's schedule page, like has been a game changer for me. Like, I don't know why, but it, it it's just working with my brain. It helps so me what, to- So what works about it, like what works about it? That sounded really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how is that beneficial to you? What has helped you with it? What, um, how has it changed your mindset on planning out your day or, you know, what has guided it to be I'm really not using good words either. See, we know okay, here's, here's what I love about it. I love that I can look and see, I can put on, okay, Dana, she's doing a puppet show for us. Can you go out for a little bit? And I'll be right there. Puppet okay? shows. Maybe you can practice in the hall and tell us about your puppet show after you come up with a really cool one. Hey, go practice your puppet show out there and then I'll come watch it. I love you. Can we get open? Hey, don't open the door until <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So cute. Real mom life moment. I love it. Real mom life. I'm sorry. I didn't lock the door. Don't sorry. Um, <laughs> the best. I love it. So what I love about the today's schedule page of the planner, and it's a bonus page in there too, in the, like the course workbook, but it's got, it just has little chunks of the day. Like it's not a weekly block where I can see every single hour, but I can put my my nine to 12, 12 to four or whatever, like, and I can see where my focus is going to be, see where, and I can even write in there a spot for my core value or my role that I'm, what I'm focusing on right then. And I don't know, it's a good place for my brain to be able to zoom out and also zoom in at the same yeah. time, if that makes any sense. So I can zoom out and see where my core values are at. If I've got, I've got what I want in my day, what I'm going to focus on, but then I can also write in like, here's the details that I need to, to take care of during this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That, that was probably my favorite. I think that has been a huge, um, productivity tool in general is just time blocking, you know, yeah. learning how to use your time blocks. And the thing about that page that you described is, is so neat is that on the side, you've got those, those little time blocks that they, there's room for a title for a core value, or like you said, a role, a role-based theme, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is your mommy time block like you were talking about or time for, yeah. you know, your home, your marriage, your kids, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. And then to write those time block stamps and like your time stamps in there. So like you said, mm -hmm. doing it from nine to noon, having that in there is, is such a good productivity, productivity tool, because it gives you a time limit. It gives you some guidance in your day as a mom to be like, I don't have the next eight hours while my kids are at school. 
to do all things home. Like I have a three hour time block and then I've got little mini goals within that time block that I've got to get done. And yeah. like I put on my, um, my goal for today was complete each time block. Cause a lot of times I'll put my little tasks in each of the time blocks and I only get to one task in there because I hit a time waster or we hit like an interruption for whatever reason. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. And it's like, schedule less. So you have some room for white space, but then try to complete those little tasks within the time block and, and not extend it past that. Right. So like if you are mm -hmm. focusing on home, for example, you're not going to be cleaning the bathrooms during your work block. Right. Or you're not going to be yeah. doing your work during your kid block, like trying to focus just on those things. That doesn't mean that nothing will ever happen during that time. Like, like just now it's your work block and your kid came in. That doesn't mean that you don't focus on your child. It just means your oh, main yeah. focus is your work at that time. So I love, mm -hmm. I love that you're, that you're utilizing it and seeing it as like a, a productivity tool, but also getting the most out of it. And it's not just a schedule. You're, you're seeing your why yeah. you're finding value in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's why I like it so much. Um, Hey there, mama. I just wanted to pop in and take a quick break from the episode. Wanted to let you know that today starts our 14 days of love notes challenge. So with this challenge, it was something that I kind of have been thinking of for a while and thought this is something that would really, really bless my family's life. So we've been dealing with lots of sibling contention and chaos and fighting and mess and all sorts of things. And I thought, you know, the one thing that would really change the outlook on each other's lives, right? And, and the way that we treat each other is serving one another. So I decided to do 14 days of love notes where we are able to, um, we made up these printables, right? So you're able to take these fun, cute little printables and just cut them out, print them out and, and, and put them on your child's bed or in their backpack, in their lunch. Um, maybe give a little gift to a neighbor or a family member, whatever special person that is close to you that you want to show love for. You can do these little notes and you can do it for 14 days consecutively um, up until Valentine's Day. And it's just a short little way to show someone that you love them. And it's nothing crazy. It's something simple, but it's a fun new tradition. And if you'd like to join me today and be a part of this fun challenge, go ahead and, and use a hashtag 14 days of love notes challenge and share it in your stories and share the fun little things that you do along with it, whether you leave a little chocolate or a cookie or make their bed or do something for them along with it, just a random act of kindness or service that you're able to do to help them feel loved this Valentine's Day. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to have you pop right back into that episode. So go ahead and listen on. Oh, one more thing. And if you want to go ahead and join our challenge today, go click on our link in our bio on Instagram, and it'll take you to 14 days of love notes challenge. You'll click on that link. It'll take you straight to our website. And then you're able to go ahead and purchase your printables, print them off, cut them out and get ready to give your family all sorts of fun love notes for the next 14 days to show them how much you love them. Thank you so much for listening and get back to that episode. Let's go. It's because... Yeah, it shows me my why, but it also shows me my weekly foundations that I'm working on. It, it shows me like all the little details that I need. I don't know. It's been really, really helpful for me. And I was just going to make, make a comment 
So you know how leaving white space is kind of a struggle when you when you time block, it's like, okay, I have this and I'm going to do this and this and this and this. I found that that stresses me out to the hilt. Like when I first tried time blocking, I remember it was like way overwhelming. And I was like, I yeah. can't do this. Like nothing goes too according much. to plan that you write out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to get okay with that. Cause my OCD was like, no, like if I get it, it done, I <laughs> go that way, you know? And I don't know, I don't know why, but for, with this, I'm able to kind of generalize a little bit. And I know I have my three hour block or whatever, and I've, I've got one or two things in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, that makes me feel good. You know, it makes me like, like I can breathe a little bit that here. little time block and I'm not seeing a massive list of things. I'm seeing two things that I can focus on. Do you know what I mean? It, yes. It helps my brain not go into panic mode. Um, yes. And I, and well, I think that helps me not hit burnout so easy because at the end of the day, if I don't have the focus like that, I just feel tired. At the end of the day, I feel tired trying to focus on all the things, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I agree. I think we can get super overwhelmed as moms when we have, you know, a, like say a 20 or 25 list of to-dos and you see that in your day and you're like, oh, how am I going to get all this done? You almost get overwhelmed just looking at it. But if you're looking at your individual time block of from nine to noon, I have three things to accomplish in three hours. I can do that, you yeah. know? And sometimes maybe they're bigger items and maybe we can't accomplish it all during those three hours. But then that helps us to manage our time better the next day and say, maybe I can only focus on two things in those three hours. Not because I, you know, don't have enough time because three hours is a good amount of time, but because yeah. I have children and we have constant mm-hmm. interruptions and something happens for white space for when crap <laughs> hits the fan, like I needed some white space mm-hmm. for that. Or yeah. literally when you're dealing with like a blowout, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. like stinky sometimes. Or someone spills milk all over the floor. Like you never know what's going to happen. But if you plan that little bit of white space, like you were saying during those time blocks, not only does it clear your mind more because you're like, I don't have a ton to do. I just need to get these few things done. But it also gives you the freedom to be like, once these tasks are done during this, these, you know, few hours, this time block, I can breathe. Like I can go sit out on the swing and enjoy the sunshine for a second. I can go drink a smoothie. I can go for a walk with the kids. Like I don't have to do just the mundane task. Reward yourself along the way. Give your, you know, celebrate those wins. Sometimes it's going outside in the sun. It's going for a walk. It's, you know, maybe you spend a few minutes scrolling on social media and catching up with friends because you got your stuff done. You're not being unproductive. Mm -hmm. You're taking a break and it's okay. You know, it's not like that was the first thing you did. It was the reward, right? Yeah. So I love that. Um, let's see, we got through, are we on question three? We are. Okay. So (laughs) what was your biggest struggle prior to the summit, the five day summit? And then, um, do you feel the summit helped conquer that struggle in some way? And if so, how? I do. I think that I've kind of touched on it where I felt like I was zooming in too much and becoming overwhelmed. Like that was definitely a struggle for me before the course like and the to-do list or what? Yeah, just I was I was focused too much on all the things to get done instead of zooming out a little bit, figuring out my why, who I am, like remembering who I am instead of I'm just a checklist of things to do for other people. Like that's kind yeah. of where we get as moms. And um it 
it's it's not a good mental place to be if you keep yourself there for too long you know what I mean right that's how survival mode happens in burnout so I that's how I was feeling at the beginning of this course I was I was really really putting my heart into work and thinking that I was trying to do all the other things but really I was just overwhelmed with all of the little not as important as some other things you know that did not make sense but like (laughs) we were overwhelmed with like being in the thick of thin things rather than focusing on what really matters yeah yeah exactly so so again it just I it helped me zoom out it helped me kind of touch base with myself a little bit and focus on my why and it gave me it gave me more motivation for the future it was really cool I I mean that's really generalized but it was like it was a cool experience because you don't have life-changing experiences very often that actually really do change the way you live and like this was a changing point for me because it made me really think about what I was doing and who I wanted to be what I have been and how that all comes together I love that do you think that with the life-changing experience that you had do you feel like that's something that would have happened outside the course too or do you think that you needed to learn specific things that were taught in that course um, I don't think it would have come, honestly. I think that it was kind of a, a tender mercy from God for me, honest to goodness, because I I was in a little bit of a low point and sometimes like he just sends things to bring it out of it, you know? Yeah. And I, I like, feel like without it there, <laughs> yeah, no. And I, I like genuinely believe in miracles and tender mercies from our heavenly I father. Love that. Like, he watches over us. But this, this I thought was, like you said, I'm your graphic designer. So I was working on all of these things and I thought I was just involved in this. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it ended up that like, I, I was benefited from this more than I could have thought. And it, it completely changed how, how I was feeling and it, it stuck, which was really, really cool. I think that's awesome. I think I've had many experiences with um, different summits that I've attended. Like I just attended one with Tony Robbins. Um, It was a, uh, what do you call it? Like a seminar, a five-day seminar or whatever. And it was interesting that his life experiences and things that he gained along the way that he probably just, it's everyday life for him. He's not even really thinking about it anymore, right? It's just who he is. But there's so many things that he is probably just feeling like he's repeating. And to me, I'm like, this is so amazing. Like so many aha moments. Like this is so great, you know? And it just yeah. like, it's cool. So it's like, even when we feel like we don't have much to offer, you may have so much more that somebody else needs if you just share. It. And that's why it's so important to, I think it was Christy that was talking about this when we were in the course, how taking your core values, like one of them being, um, you know, spending time with friends, and gaining that knowledge from the friends around you, talking to other people, interacting with other people. Like that's one of the things we missed out during COVID is we didn't have all of those mm-hmm. communications because there's a lot of growth that comes from numbers, like being with people, you know? And so I think that's so cool because maybe you learn things in that course that might've come from even the other women that were in that course and you were learning from them, they were learning from you and you didn't even realize it. You know, like there's so much yeah. power that comes from just, seeing other people's perspective and then also knowing you're not alone and that every single one of us are struggling with almost the exact same things, if not the exact same things. Right. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, let's go to question number four. So what is one action step you are going to take today to apply these principles learned from the summit or an action step that maybe you've already taken, you know, that maybe you've already started to implement or 
plan to implement soon? Yeah, I think the action step for me is it's something that I've already kind of started that I want to continue and, and keep my my rhythm with is to just continue time blocking, continue um, marking my core values on my time blocks, because yes. I think... I think that like sometimes you, you can time block all you want, but like, it's kind of cool to be like, oh yeah, this fits in with my, you know, my family goals or my, my faith or whatever. Like it's, it's cool for me to do that. So I want to continue to do that, which it's, it's like, it's time consuming. Right. Um, so I find myself getting like, okay, I think I can go to sleep without planning out my day tomorrow. You know what I mean? Which <laughs> I did like fine. the night be before fine. last or something. <laughs> and yesterday was the craziest of crazy days for me. And I realized that I hadn't, I hadn't taken my like little prep time that night after I, you know, got ready for bed or whatever and wrote out my day. It wasn't that big of a deal, you know, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. It'll be better. But no, like, (laughs) I don't know. So that's something I really like, I kind of had a bottom, like a lower zigzag there, but I want to keep going up with it. I want to keep doing every day. I want to look at my day tomorrow and help my future self out a little bit take away some of my decision fatigue, take away some of my worries and just kind of have a game plan and, and be a little more at peace rather than anxious. Cause I'm, I'm like naturally anxious and this has like helped me a ton with my anxiety. So that's something that I want to take action on. (laughs) I think that's huge. And I, I think it's awesome that you're seeing all this and you're getting that bird's eye view and noticing the differences and noticing not just differences, but noticing that it's, it's benefiting and it's, it's helping to have that clarity that you're seeking out. Like, it sounds like there was a lot of, of wins from, from what you had learned, but also just like, personally, you took the, um, like you, you made the decision to make all these things happen. Like you can be given all the productivity tools in the world, but if you're not taking action on them and really applying it, like in your heart, in yourself, Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. So I think that's where the biggest change happens is when you choose and you decide for yourself that you're going to make changes and that you, you want better, you know, you want to grow, you want to get up on that chart. You want to go up that graph, no matter how many bumps there are along the way, you want to hit that certain goal that you're trying to seek. So I think that's awesome. Um, I think that's awesome. I think that is our interview. So I appreciate your time. Well, thanks for interviewing me. It was fun. No, I think it's really cool. And it's fun to see the different insights, you know, that come from it and, and realize that everyone sees it in a different way. And it's so fun to learn what you gain from it versus somebody else. And I don't know, I think it was a really cool thing to learn about. So thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for yours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will talk to you later. Okay. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. All right, until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group, or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, meal prep and planning, and more. Okay, there's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, 
take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook. Because remember, sharing is caring. (laughs) Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.